Hi, I'm Amy, general contractor. And I'm Alicia, homeowner, and we're talking home Home repair. repair. Today we have Special, special guest. See, you're injecting already. Right on, Alicia. Uh, We (laughs) we have a special guest, uh, Jennifer Tennyson of Tennyson Paint here in Seattle. And she's going to tell us a little bit about and a lot about. Everything about. Yes. (laughs) I'll tell you as much as I can. And thank you for making me feel special. I appreciate it. You are. I don't want you to (laughs) doubt it for a moment. Oh, you sweet talkers. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, we said a couple of episodes ago something about um, we cover painting of cabinets. Because we get a lot lot of that. A lot of those questions. um, Well, can we just paint our cabinets? And for me, it's a nightmare. Because of just yeah. the detail that mm-hmm. you, I, I just, you know, taking the doors off and the hinges off and the hardware off and spraying. And do you paint inside and do you... There's a can and then there's a should. You right. can paint your you, cabinet. You can, but how do you want it to look when it's done? Right. right? Do you right. want to hate your cabinets even more? Or how to do it right. Yes. And that's what Jennifer's going to tell us about. So where do, where do you stand? Is it a could, but maybe shouldn't? Or do you think that's uh, it's a good project for somebody to take on? This is a DIY. This is the, somebody's like, yes, I, this is my home, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. try and paint my cabinets. I'm always a fan of when homeowners take on DIY pro- pro- projects because I think it helps them understand more hmm. what Amy and I do for a living, and it gives Fair them a, like a better appreciation of what's involved. Um, also, as a homeowner who did not have a paint crew at her disposal at one time, mm-hmm. I did a lot of painting on my own, which is why I now own a painting business. Um, but <laughs> so you I, never <laughs> may open up a new career. Exactly. And so I, That's so, kind of me and, and home repair. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so it's yeah. just kind of like, yeah, I just, it just wasn't, it just wasn't working out for me. I didn't enjoy it doing it on my own. And then. Anyway, it's a long story that I won't bore your listeners or you with. But I think <laughs> in terms of painting cabinets, I think it all goes back to just kind of like a philosophical question of, is painting truly the quick fix that is marketed to be? Mm, yeah. And I think that that's where painting is often marketed to homeowners of like, we've all seen in the ads, like, hey, it's Memorial Day a weekend. You hate your house. Paint it all in one day and just stop by Lowe's or Home Depot or your fa- or, or your favorite big box store, not to pit pick on them because they actually sell great products. And so we see that and some people can do that. Some people have different ex- expectations. And so that's where it's just kind of like, is painting really the quick fix that someone is looking for? Mm-hmm. And in terms of helping a homeowner answer that question, I encourage him, her, or them to really think about the purpose. Why are you painting this? Why are you considering painting your cabinets? Is it because there, there's weird maple veneer finish and you don't like it and your neighbor has white cabinets? Or is it cherry? Or is it some kind of color that you don't, don't, don't like? Um, and then I want you to think about the surface. What are the cabinets or whatever it is that you're going to paint? What is it made out of? What is it? Is it particle board? Is it solid? Is it veneer? What is it? What are you painting? And so after you think about the like the what and the why, then I think that you would be ready to consider about painting your cabinets because I actually do know people who paint their own cabinets. 
paint them by hand. We actually build a spray booth on site out of plastic and we spray them using a Titan 440 sprayer. But for the homeowner, you would probably be hand prep brushing your paint on. Oh, that's... Or rolling. It depends. Well, that I, that really affects the finish, though, right? The sp- spray does. just makes a beautiful, beautiful, glossy, smooth finish. It does. And so that brings us back to, again, what is the purpose of painting your cabinets? Um, because years ago, we were in a home, and um, the homeowner came into us and said, okay, for you to paint my vanity, I know it's going to cost this this amount of money. I don't want to spend that. Can I do it myself? And I said... Sure, Adrian. Her name is Adrian. Um, hope she's um, not listening, right? Well, I hope she is. <laughs> so, hey, girl, I miss you. Good job. <laughs> um, but Adrian said, "said You know, I just, I just want to get it done. I don't really want to bug you, and I know you're busy." And I said, "And save some money too, for you know, for other stuff, because I have a budget too. I know what it's like." Hmm. She's like, "Yeah." So she went ahead, painted them out. She was fine with it. We were called back about two years later to help the house sell, and she and she put part of the ca- cabinet and said, "Hey, my vanity, I painted it my, myself." And I said, "We can t- touch it up for for or you, whatever helps." Yeah. So there. And so again, think about why do I want to do this? And so after you establish that, yes, this is what you want to do. You want to go for it. Mm. What would be okay? So let's talk about what would be those reasons. You would think that okay, well, painting, cabinets are crazy expensive. They they are crazy, expensive. Are crazy expensive, right? So so there's budget to think about mm-hmm. and disruption, and, which I mean we well, can discuss either, the disruption either way. There's and I disruption, think, but and I think but but you're not relying on anybody else. Right. Where cabinets you are in delivery and supply chain and all that kind of stuff. But right. So there's there's well. budget. There's disruption. Than than the material. So you you were talking about is it veneer? Are they particle board? Are they solid wood? What do we what are we looking for? Do we want to paint something that's got it's a 1970 and it's got a melamine veneer on it? Can you even paint that? Or should you? Or you should you? Again, we're can versus should. <laughs> right, <laughs> so right, I think right. that that's where we really talk about it, and we really talk about like, are you willing to commit? And so if so, before you paint anything, I would su- suggest take a door off, mm. flip it around, go to the back, and see if it will accept paint. And the way that you see if it accepts paint is you clean it, usually using a product called TSP, which is trisodium phosphate. Is a degreaser, excellent cleaner. In fact, if you want to clean your walls, liquid TSP in a gallon of water works great. Um, scuff it up a little bit with medium grit sand and paper. Primer it, and I know that there was a primer up episode. <laughs> <laughs> and did then, I do? Did we do okay on that primer? Episode? Actually, you she has did. Some feelings. You did. Oh, okay, you did. But I want to point something out about that. Okay, but we'll do that later. And then <laughs> okay. apply some some paint. And so for Benjamin Moore, we we like advance. And then for Sherwin, um, just painter's favorite, Pro Classic. I love Pro, Pro Classic. What Great do you stuff. like about it? When somebody said they love a paint. I love Pro Classic because that is the old school. That seems to be, again, so every painter has a different way of, do, of, of, of doing things. And I think you probably are going to get some emails or phone calls or whatever it is from <laughs> other painters saying, oh, no, 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 I wouldn't do it that, that way. And that's cool. That is cool. You do it your way. We'll do it ours. 
I love Pro Classic, particularly in oil, because it has been my experience that that is the old school painter's favorite. It sets up like iron. It, I think it has a 28-day cure, cure rate. I mean, after it sets up and after it cures, it just gets harder and tougher and tougher and t- tougher, and it wears like cast iron. It's just really great stuff. So, so okay. 28-day cure. 28-day cure. So, so and that's where I encourage anybody who is listening to this, including the two lovely hosts here, <laughs> to read the data sheet. The data sheet will tell you everything. The data sheet will tell you how long it takes the product to dry, how long it takes the product to cure. And so let's say the product dries in two days and it cures in 28. Mm-hmm. So if it dries in two days, let it dry. Let it dry a few a few more days. And then after it cures, then it should be really tough and hard. And so, like, let's say you paint this cabinet door just to see if it works. You could possibly rehang it within a few days, depending on how dry it is. Just be careful. Don't, like, Mm. attack it with your cast iron pan. Just let it cure. So right off the bat, you're talking about a month. Yeah. Well, no. You could put them in before the 28 days. Right. And you need to be careful. But just... To get to the point where you take it off, you prep it, yes, and then you paint it. You're, right, you're looking at like four days. Oh yeah, painting cabinets at least. So the That's reason if you don't have a job, right? And so painting <laughs> exactly. cabinets is a great idea, and the reason why is because it's on trend. Everybody loves painting cabinets these days. It's crazy. Um, yeah, it we is. we turned like cherry cat. We painted cherry cabinets gray. It was a veneer, so. Don't be mad that we painted say, over solid red. It was veneer, and it, and it accepted the paint, cabinets. and that's how we did that. It wasn't solid. It was veneer. Um, we, I mean, everybody likes the look of painted cabinets. And here, the trend seems to be to paint them white or paint them gray mm-hmm. right. with the white counters. And so that is just mm-hmm. something that people really, really love. Um, you can do this yourself. Trust me, you can. I believe in you. I know you can. <laughs> it's just for you to do this, I would really encourage the homeowner or DIYer or whomever to really think about the time commitment and what is in- involved. Because And the space commitment, I would imagine, right? Because all these commitment are going to be sitting well. out? So since the homeowner would most likely be hand brushing or rolling the paint on, because again, we spray and we build a spray booth and we have like a system of racks and everything. Okay. But the homeowner is going to be brushing or, or rolling. You're going to need sawhorses mm-hmm. or right. something similar. And so take your time. Honestly, take your time. I hate to quote him, especially since he dished us for Denver, but since you know the Broncos had a terrible <laughs> season. Um, Russell Wilson likes to say the separation <laughs> is in the preparation. Mm-hmm. So in this case, I'm okay with quoting him because it was a really bad season. Go Hawks. Um, but the separation <laughs> is in the preparation. And so the preparation truly is carefully take the cabinet doors off. Carefully take the drawer fronts off because you're going to paint your drawer fronts. Mm-hmm. Take them off. Put all of the hardware in one place, one place, like like a Tupperware container or a Ziploc bag and put it in a safe place because you don't want to lose it. Would you um, suggest like mark, like even marking each door's hardware, maybe put them in a little, just because holes are always just a little bit different? Um, you're okay not, you're, you're okay with possibly 
getting away from that. But it, but if you can tell that it's su- super different, yes, find a way to mark. It's funny because you cued me up to my next point. As you're taking the cabinet doors off and your drawer fronts off, mm. we find it beneficial to take a little tiny piece of paper and mark where it was. And so cabinet door A was in location A. Mm. That way you know exactly where that door went or where that drawer front went. So cabinet door A, B, C, D, or drawer front A1, B1. Funny thing, I was looking at at a house for repaint um, last fall um, with a general contractor, and it was a full kitchen. And I walked in, I said, oh, this has already been painted. The general contractor said, no, it hasn't. I said, oh, yes, it has. In fact, I'm pretty sure they used Benjamin more advanced. <laughs> I said, I said no, but never mind. And he said, no, 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 that, that can't be true. And I, so I opened up a cabinet door, and I was able to point at the mark that the painter had, had, had left <laughs> of showing that the cabinet door A went with location A, or one went with one. And so that oh, was wow. a. And then we went into the garage and looked at the paint cans left, and sure enough, it was Benjamin more advanced. Um, but basically, <laughs> so basically, take your time. Just every step of the way, take your time from choosing the color to removing these things, to, to removing these things, to finding a place to paint. If you paint in, in your garage, make sure it's warm enough because again, oh, yeah. as you mm. can see on your data sheet, read the data sheet. It will tell you everything. Where do they get this data sheet? The internet, the Google okay. webs. Also, if you go to your friendly Sure Erwin Williams or Benjamin Moore, aka Mallory Paint Store, they should be able to provide this to you as well. Okay. So the data sheet tells you everything. It tells you how long it takes to dry, how long it takes to cure, um, the optimal temperature. Because again, you're going to want that garage or area where you're painting these cabinets to be at a nice, warm, steady temperature so, so that it dries. So is this this the same as the uh, safety data sheet? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It used to be called MSDS, Material Safety Data Sheet. Yes. But this, it's SDS. Okay. Okay. Just wanted to make sure it wasn't a different. Oh no, document. same thing. Same it's just, thing. Okay. Again, we all have different ways of calling these things, different ways of doing these things, but it is the same thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And it tells you all of the the like VOCs on it and all yes. all of that kind of stuff too, and hazards and handling and blah blah blah. Mm. And I yeah. know it is not light reading. I would not personally choose to spend a Saturday night reading a safety data sheet. Well, if you have insomnia. But if you have insomnia <laughs> you or go. you want to, you know, or, or you're looking for, for something to do, I mean, there you go. So basically just take your time, take your time and just be careful. Just think about every step of the process of like making sure hinges and screws and nails or whatever you have are in one, one location marking everything clearly, just like little tiny stickets or, you know, sticky notes or whatever it is, like just mark, mark where each item goes. Then you're going to want to clean. Now it's time for an ad. Let's Talk Home Repair is sponsored by Matriarchy Build, who provide tele-DIY services connecting homeowners to vetted pros for one-on-one video consultations. Visit matriarchybuild.com to get guidance on projects as small as a leaky faucet or as big as a home remodel. You can even book a session with Amy themselves. Visit www.matriarchybuild.com. Tele-DYI. Like telehealth? Yeah. Cool. I know. And that was an ad. Then you're going to want to clean. Do we really have to? I mean, let's say it's in a relatively clean kitchen. 
again, what is the surface and what is the purpose? Okay. And what does clean mean to you? Clean for you, mean, it means a whole lot more than it does to me. Clean can mean a variety of different things. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. Clean can yeah. mean a variety of different things. And that's and so if you just want to get it done and knock it out and paint those cabinets and, you know, mom's coming next month, let's just get it over with and she's staying with me and, uh, you know, whatever, go for it. I mean, it's your home. You can do whatever it is you want to do with What's it. What's going to happen totally if cool. I don't? And I should have. Um, it might not adhere. You know, that glob of egg that's on the front of the, ca- the, front of the cabinet? That you just don't clean off. Now you're just going to have this big painted. But is gl- that cause- it's all going to be the same color. Let's say you made but- an, a, an amazing vegetable stir fry and it tasted great. And it was a couple years ago, but there was an incident with, with the oil. And you didn't realize it until until mm. it was done. It done and you saw this vaporous mist floating throughout the k- kitchen. But it's okay because you didn't really see it. That oil could keep this product from adhering because yes, you're painting and yes, you're doing, you're making something pretty, but you're also applying a chemical coating to the surface of something mm-hmm. and you want it to stick. So yeah, like, evenly. Yeah. Evenly. So we don't have like and those so, spots or weirdness. Right. And so you don't, yeah, I mean, you want it to stick and, and you want it to, to apply evenly, as evenly as possible to use your words. So um, how, how hard do you have to scrub with that TSP just lightly. solution? Just go over it with a rag and some water. Get okay. the liquid. The powder takes a long time to dissolve. In my experience, I prefer the liquid. Just okay. wash them down. Just and, and just do it really quick. Wash. Wash it down out, out with a rag. Dry it off with, with a dry rag. Mm. Let it dry. Let it dry. Let it dry. Let it really dry. dry. Like, Let it make like sure it's dry. And, and warm. Right. And then scuff it. Okay. With um, scuff, scuff every surface that you're painting lightly. Just scuff it with some medium sand and paper. Like one twenty grit. Yeah, but yeah, okay. Yeah. And then wipe down any dust, primer it, let the primer dry. Now here's where it gets fun. I know because we haven't had enough fun already. <laughs> <laughs> so I if, was waiting. I was so waiting. okay. So we're using an oil based paint. You can. Right. You can also use latex. It's homeowner's choice. I prefer oil. I well, you get oil. a much more durable. I prefer durable. oil. So, so say we're going with the oil. So, do yeah. we need to have an oil-based primer as yes. well? Yes, okay. you do. Okay, yes, you do. All right. Um, I just recommend it just because it just, in my experience, it looks the best. Mm. Okay. But I get that people may feel intimidated about working with an oil-based product right. because latex is just water cleanup. You know, you, you, it's you just, know. it can be just messy. Yeah. It's and the just, smell, and, and right. so I get it. Trust mm-hmm. me, I get it. Is there such a thing as a low VOC oil-based paint? Don't quote me on this, but it's my understanding that most of the paints sold in the United States are, are now low, low, low VOC. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. but okay. with the exception of the lacquer that we applied to cabinets last Friday, which was, that's always highly fragrant, usually, yeah. 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 Okay. But again... As with anything that you're doing, particularly with, with painting, make sure you have ventilation. Make sure that you are wearing the appropriate PPE. For example, when you- Personal protective equipment, for correct. those people not knowing the acronym. Correct. Wear an N95- We didn't live through COVID? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Well, but you and never know. It's just a common I mean, word, I mean, that, I mean, common you never acronym. know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, you you never know. Um, for me, sure. wear an N95. If, if you are sanding, wear a mask. Well, wear a filtration system. Mm. Wear, wear the latex gloves. Like, seriously, take it seriously because think again, is painting truly the quick fix that you're looking for? Or do you want this done properly? Do you want to be safe? Like, do you want to do this 
correctly so that you enjoy it. I think the the big thing really to consider is is the time commitment. There's a lot of time. Really time commitment. Because like you, you're going to need to want to have some pride in it. You are. To be able to point to it, to, to give all this time. Yeah. So to and speak frankly, um, for us to spray out a kitchen of cabinets, a decent-sized kitchen Say a cabinets, 10 by 10 kitchen. I would allot probably two weeks. Wow. And that's and you doing that's it as us a professional, eight hours and a day. The, and these are professionals where this is what they do at least once a month, sometimes twice a month. Yeah. And this is just something that is in our re- repertoire. So take so just seriously, just, just think about the time commitment. But again, if you do it yourself, you're going to save a significant amount of money. You will enjoy it probably even more because you did it yourself. Mm-hmm. And just think about it. Um, and it can get done when you want to get done. Like you exactly. probably have a backlog, and I'd exactly. have to wait for you. Maybe I'm not. You know, maybe someone has the summer off, and so this is a great summer pro- project. Mm-hmm. Things like not that. Not what a, how I would want to spend my summer. <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs> Plus, it oh, would I be, do know. Plus, it would be <laughs> oh, warm enough where the paint would dry. I mean, oh, that's we know true. the paint would dry. That's true. I mean, that's true. it'd be warm enough. Is there ever I, too hot? Yes. So again, like, looking at that garage situation. Yes. If you're thinking of a summer project. Yes. What will that do? The paint cures. The paint cures too fast on the top. Um, and you get a skin or what? It doesn't apply well. Mm. Oh, yeah, It doesn't yeah. apply well. Um, if you're using a dark color, especially with exterior painting, and now we're flipping to a different type, type of painting, but let's say you're painting an exterior and you're using a dark color, it, it can flash. Which means what? That's where the sulfates and the rosins will separate, and it looks like, like it's shimmering. Oh. Usually the sulfates or whatever ke- 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 chemicals that are in that paint. Mm-hmm. So it'll look like it's like rippling. Or shimmering. Uh, That's called flushing. Oh, okay. Okay. I wonder if that would be uh, something that they would address on the data sheet. Yes. Huh? Definitely. I mean, I assume they have a temperature range. Yes, they do. Yes, Probably. they do. Yeah, yeah. Yes, they do. But also, um, just we just know. Like we mm-hmm. like if it's above if it's above a certain temperature, we know that we are, we will not be spraying past a certain time that day. Mm-hmm. Just oh, okay. Because it's just not fair to the homeowner. Right. Is you the know? humidity an issue as well as the temperature or not as much as Not the as much. Not as much. Usually for us, of what we've been affected by has been temperature in the summer. Okay. But humidity in the summer, mm, it just slows us down and lots of Gatorade and breaks and making sure that we follow. But if we were in Florida. Oh, and I. Oh, yeah. yeah Where you got, you know, 90, 95% humidity. I have never painted in Florida, so I cannot speak. <laughs> the <Okay>. caveat <laughs> is... She's never we don't know. We I caveat don't. everything. But, but so let's say you've taken your cabinet doors off and your drawers and you've washed them down with TSP and you've scuffed them up and you want to paint your styles of your cabinet as well, which is all the exterior facing parts of your cabinet. You really want to take your time. I know more time <laughs> in tape and plastic. Ugh. I know you're so excited. Don't paint the boxes. Don't paint inside. Don't paint inside because that's going to take a longer and it's going to suck. That, do you get that inside edge on the style? Yes. Depending on on, on how you plastic and, and how you mask. And I even say in general it is. Yes. When, yeah. when you yeah. have mask everything, fold, especially if you're mask everything, color. paper your yeah. yeah, paper your counters. Do not cheap out on your tape. Everybody mm. has a favorite tape. We love the blue tape from um, 3M, but everybody has their favorite tape that they like 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 to use. And again, if you have a favorite painter's tape, let Amy and Alicia know. Like, do you <laughs> like frog tape? Like, what do you like? What tape do you prefer to use? I like 3M. Let's talk about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, let us know what you like about it. The ser- color. <laughs> like, seriously, take your time with masking. So again, mask carefully. 
Now, let's say you've primered everything. Everything looks great. You're excited, but you see some cracks. You see something in there Uh, that you don't like. You see holes. Bondo. Mm. We like the red Bondo. Bondo. That's the car Bondo. Mm, They also sell it wood filler. Uh, the Sherman, general yeah. the general purpose Bondo that we use, I think, is gray, maybe. Um, so I don't know. We use just second because they <laughs> uh, because they always Google it. <laughs> yeah, they always seem to run out of it. So this is my cue to um, make sure that um, make sure that we have enough. Elmer's Pro Bond Interior Exterior Stainable Wood Filler. We Elmer's. Like, We're going to catch them for a sponsorship. We yes. like Elmer's yeah. wood filler. And okay. the reason why we love it is because it's always in such high demand. Um, people seem to run out of it at a certain point in the year. So mm. use your wood, wood filler. Be careful. Read and the directions. Read the directions. As with everything, read the directions. Wear gloves. Be safe. Um, fill the holes. Fill, fill all the cracks. Use a proper putty knife. Let it dry. And then with dry, sand. Primer over where air you filled. Let it dry. And then it's showtime. Well, let me back up. What's a proper putty knife? One that you like. Okay, so there's no... But, but is it is it stiff or is it flexible? I like flexible. Is like it metal? Flexible, is it plastic? Flexible metal. Okay. Yeah. That way you, you can really get it in the grooves where you have to. So. We're ready. You're primed. Right on. You're ready to go. It's showtime. Take your time. And by now, you've probably also swatched your paint to make sure that you really like the color. Oh. And so you've made a little swatch, probably on a piece of wood, scrap piece of wood, and you've put it in your kitchen or den or wherever it is that that your cabinets are to make sure, and you've looked at it throughout different times of the day to make sure that you really like that color. And so, yes, you've narrowed it down. You love this color. You love the simply white. You love pure white. You love whatever it is, gauntlet gray, whatever it is. Well, let's put in the color of the year right now. Oh. In case you're doing the color of the year, which is? Well, I don't know if you would want to paint your cabinets in these colors, (laughs) but they are pretty fabulous. And frankly, I would love to see cabinets painted in these colors. First up is um, from Sherwin-Williams, Red End Point, SW9081. Again, that's Sherwin-Williams, Red End Point, SW9081. It's kind of a throwback to the 90s. It's kind of like, it's kind of... I love your face, Alicia. It's kind of nod. It's kind of cool. Beige? It's kind of of (laughs) wild. It's this very kind of like a 90s. I don't think you can use wild and beige in the same sentence. I don't know how how you all would, um, how how you would describe this color, but I'm pulling it up right now. To me, this says early 90s. It's a kicker top. Yeah, I don't know, but I. Yeah, okay, I'm going to pass. I, I like it because it's different, and that is something that that we are seeing is that people are still doing white on white on white, which is great. Um, but others are embracing color, particularly with the Benjamin Moore color of the year, um, raspberry blush two zero zero eight dash three zero, raspberry blush two zero zero eight dash three zero. I flipping love it. Benjamin Moore <laughs> describes this as joie de vivre, a vivacious shade of coral tinged with pink. Raspberry blush enlivens the senses with an electric optimism. And I think that is just stinking cool. 
That is a beautiful wow. dry Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> okay, yeah, Pepto-Bismol. A no, maybe Pepto-Bismol that's deep. been dried on the lid. That's what I'm telling you. Right, yeah. It's, and the Pepto-Bismol is about 10 years old. It is definitely. Oh, yeah, right, right. It is definitely not a neutral, which is why I love it. So if but you it paint, is deep. It's so rich. If you Red. paint your cat cabinets on this, send in pit pictures because I <laughs> want to see it because I think that would just be Wow. Killer. That'd be very, very cool. So <laughs> that's, it's showtime. That's a commitment. It is you're a commitment. You're going to spend you're gonna have to a love month it. doing this, and then you're going to want to live with these for 10 years. Well, that's another thing. Oof. After you've been working with a color, let's say they're doing something kind of bold, has has anybody gotten sick of the color by the time they've worked with it for a month and it's <laughs> they're on? Done. They're on their hands. It's on their forearms. It's on their clothes. I'm just like, I don't like the color anymore. No. Last year, <laughs> we had to completely repaint an entire interior. Oh no! In Redmond, because the homeowner decided she didn't like the color anymore. Wow. And how different was the color that you had painted to the color that she wanted it changed to? She wanted it more green. Like just a just, little it bit It was more a slight, green? slightly more green, but when she showed me what she was seeing, and I saw it through her eyes, and she explained to me her thought process, I saw what she was t- t- talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? At the end of the day, it's your house. You live there. I don't. Right. I don't live there. It's what makes you happy. Right. So if having cabinets in raspberry blush or red endpoint makes you happy, I think that's great. I think do it. Go ahead and do it. Right. At the end of the day, this is your house. I'd like to interject a little bit. (laughs) I want people to be happy. I am with you on that. But I think you have to look inward and realize how fickle a person you might be. Correct. Yeah. And, and if you're more fickle, go more neutral so that you don't change your mind again in like a year. Because that was a big project. It's going to be a big but, project. But you're for fickle. You. You're going to change your mind anyway, regardless of. It's like, <laughs> who oh, does I, it? Fair enough. <laughs> I wish I hadn't gone with the off white. I wish I had gone with, you know, blood red. But or, again, think about the surface and think about the purpose. So let's say you're thinking about reselling your home or, yeah, you, want, sure, or sure. you want to make sure that your home. That, that, that you can sell it quick, quickly if you need to. You find another dream home and so, or you're going to sell where are you're living or, or whatever it is. If Then again, you know, white on white on white might make sense for you. Mm-hmm. But if you, but what I'm seeing is, especially since the pandemic and, and lockdown, now that we've come out of it, thank goodness, mm-hmm. people have spent so much time in their homes that they've been thinking, well, I spent a lot of money for this place. I spent a lot of time in this place. I want to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And what makes me happy is this. Mm-hmm. What makes me happy is that. And at the end of the day, I think that's what's most important. Let's say you're scrolling through TikTok and you see Raspberry Blush with Benjamin Moore. And you're like, oh, dang, I love that. And you want to paint your entire kitchen that color. If that makes you happy, do it. But again, think about the purpose. Why am I doing this? Am I doing this to make me happy? Am I going to sell? Like, like, what's going on? And that will help you make make your decision for, for color. But it's paint time. It's show time. Apply your paint. Two coats. Make sure it dries. Oh, what is two coats? Two coats is two coats. How, how long between coats? Probably a day. At least a day. So you're adding another day. Wait. I would say at least one day. How do you know if paint is dry? What's a, what's a really quick way to see if paint is dry? Put your hand on it. Touch it and ruin it. Exactly. You got your <laughs> fingerprint. If it's cold. Oh. 
So you still have to touch it then. But hold your hand. Like, don't like smash your hand in, into it. But but if you gently place your hand just a little bit above it, if it's cold, that's usually in, in, an indicator. It's not dry. If it's, it's cold, it's not dry. Correct. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Huh. And why is that? Because I would think chemical reaction would be warm. Because heat dries. Huh? Go on. So, so that's just one of my quick, quick tips. And again, sure. you may have another tip that lets you know when paint is dry. Let us know what it is. And yes, I'm going to keep saying things like this because everybody paints in a different way. Mm-hmm. Everybody tells yeah. things and senses things in a different way. So we all have different ways. So, okay. so can I ask, like yeah. you kind of glossed over, okay, paint twice. The problems that I tend to have with doors as well is having buildup paint in the corners. You know, like if you have a shaker or something, where those joints are, there'll be a little buildup there. And I didn't, I didn't think I had a whole lot of paint on my brush or my roller. Two light coats. Don't even try to, like, cover it with the first one. Right. Okay. Like, like you're not, ah. like, don't drench it. But put a decent coat on it. But sometimes buildup, because of how you're applying, is just going to happen. And then what do I do with that buildup? Do I have a Q-tip and do I dig it out of those corners as it goes along or, or is that why you like to spray? That's why I like, like to spray because spray is as close to a factory finish as you, you can get outside of the factory, in my opinion and in my experience. Mm-hmm. Dig it but out. The, yeah, Go for it. The, I mean, as a homeowner, yeah. Like, like as a, well, wet. it's wet. Right. Yeah. Way wet. Right. Like, I mean, right. I or like, you could take an X-Acto knife and very carefully cut it out. But as a home, homeowner, that's what I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you know I couldn't afford to hire a paint ink crew, and I didn't. I wasn't a painting contractor, and so when I painted my own doors, that's what I did. Yeah. So that's interesting. So I mean, I've done a little bit of painting, and, and you know, two coats. I hate to do two coats just because. Yeah. It just uh, emotionally, it just but, is, uh, right. kicks you in the teeth. Right. I've thought about everything I could think about on the first coat, so yeah. I got nothing else to think about. <laughs> I already played all my podcasts. Exactly. <laughs> it's like I am done. I got to start backwards. Um, I got to put the but, Queen Latifah movies on because if it's going to be that long. <laughs> so, so you're not looking for an absolute cover on that first coat. I would, but again, this is what you but a want thin to do. I would do thin. thin, like don't glop it on. It's not like well, no, mayonnaise no, on no. a sandwich. I'm not talking about a glop. You know, yeah. I'm like I'm a responsible paint owner. Right. <laughs> and so I never think like it's not going to drip off. Like when right. I do walls, oh, it doesn't no. drip down the wall right. while I'm doing no, it. No, you no, know, no, and that no, type no, of no. thing. So I mean, how I know it's subjective, you know, but is there any other tip that you can tell me? Okay, this is enough of a light coat. If it covers. Okay, but just. Yeah, if it just covers, you're okay. For me, but again, someone may disagree. So, but, but for me, if it just covers for that first coat, I know you're giving me the look that you really want me to say that don't do two coats, but I'm no, always no, going to say. I, I'm she's always resigned gonna, to the fact yeah, that that's I'm sorry. I'm not I'm, painting my cabinet, so I got no worries <laughs> at all. I, I hate to be the one to break this to you, but yeah, you want two coats. And, okay. so, and, and so just don't go crazy, but just also Pay attention and just be aware that that's one of the hazards. Like, sure, like if you, sure. you know, like if you have shaker cake cabinets, like it's just kind of one of the hazards of doing it by 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 hand. It's something that we even watch for spraying. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like just making yeah. sure. So, is there a, a sprayer out there that a homeowner could use DIYer? I mean, there's the or rent, the Wagner thing, and yeah, all that the, kind of stuff. Um, there are, and and if you go to a big big box store, you're going to find a, a wide variety of sprayers. Mm-hmm. Practice, 
Mm. That, that's all I can say is particularly when it comes to spraying because that truly is an art and that is a fit and mm. just practice, practice, practice. Mm-hmm. Read the directions. Read the directions and practice. <laughs> Get do some prep practice pieces that you you know that you kind of care about, but maybe not really, and just and just work on that and just because I would suggest that if you've never used a sprayer but before, never painted it before, spraying your cabinets would not be advised. Oh, that's a little bit more specialty because of all the angles. Oh my gosh, especially. Yeah, spraying is hard. So much so that if you're on a paint crew and if you know how to spray, you can immediately command more 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 money per hour. Mm. Wow. In fact, on my crew, in order to be released to spraying home, homeowners' homes, like we have a whole training program. Mm. Oh, wow. And, and you have to be like cleared to spray. Mm-hmm. And we and, and we baby and we baby step it. What's the two most difficult things about it that require that kind of training that you would say? Like evenness, controlling, controlling the the movement as you spray, or yes, how close you are, yes, and just keep all of that and above. It's an, it's all of that and above. It's an art. Sometimes there's science, and sometimes there's art. Mm-hmm. And this is art. Oh, mm. I'm out. <laughs> this is art. And it is so, more and more things of why I'm not going to spray my cabinets. But it's also cabinets. a reason why, you know, I mean, I do know of a pa- pa- painter where she rolls cabinets. Like, she brushes and rolls cabinets where, you know, she's she's different. Everybody has a different way of doing it. But, yeah, so so you've painted. You've put on your two coats. You've let that sucker dry, and you know it's dry. Like, it's been a couple days. Check it. Check everything closely and then go ahead ahead and reattach that is going to take time because mm. you're going to want to make sure that you reattach everything the way it was done before sometimes that that can be a little hard but it just take take your time breathe through it <laughs> and it'll get done and then enjoy but basically done and done but basically just um like nothing. the separation is in the prep preparation again i hate to quote him but i guess i will russell wilson he said it i mean Mask everything. Mask your floor. Mask carefully. Take your time. Paper your counters. Plastic your boxes. Like, like seriously, just tape, tape, tape. Don't skip, skip on tape. And just make sure your, your garage time. is clean. Don't be painting in a dusty garage. Exactly. Oh, geez, yeah. Make sure where your painting is clean. It's just think the kids' about- bikes aren't in there and it can come <laughs> rushing in. It's like, hey, I need my bike. But seriously, just think through what it is that you want to do. And then at the end of the day, I say go for it because what well, do you have to lose? I mean, yeah. you hate your. I mean, if you don't like your cabinets anyway, go ahead and paint them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like seriously, like, like go, what are you going to lose? Like, like what right. are you going to what are you going to lose? Like, go ahead and do it. Yeah. Thanks. Well, I think your your prep thing is that's kind of across the board when you're painting. Yes, very much so. You spend seventy five percent to eighty percent of your time prepping. Yes. Right. And clean you're, up. And, you're masking, you're caulking, you're filling. Yes. You're, it's, it's so, you know, you're doing a wall. Correct. And it takes you longer to prep to do that one 10-foot wall yes. than it does the painting. Correct. And but, that's Yeah, and if you take the time, man, it looks great. But if you like, just, Don't even take your paint in the room. Like, keep your paint in the garage because right. you ain't going to touch the paint for a day or a day and a half. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's like, okay, today's prep day. Yeah. And if you get done it too, Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's going to take you 45 minutes to do the do, to do the painting. Right. Exactly. But also it's just move everything out of the room. Put everything in the center oh, of the room. Yeah. Cover it with sure. plastic or with, cover it with plastic. Like take your time because the last thing that you want to do is get 
that pretty, pretty paint on your sofa or on something where you your don't want it or your yeah, white car- carpet. Right. Or, and so just take your time. So as you're, as you're painting with this oil-based paint— uh, Do you use like, oil-based for everything? No. Okay. But the cabinets you would. Cabinets I would. For hardiness. Okay, cabinets so I would. So when, when you're painting with latex paint, I usually have a wet rag. Yes. Right there. Very much. Just, yes. you know, that little drip, this little drip. Ooh, I got a little bit on my hand kind of thing. What are you using when you're doing oil-based paint? <sighs> Just why don't you be more careful? Oh, well. <laughs> I, I'm a good painter. There's often I can paint, and you can't even tell that I've painted because I have nothing on my hands. My clothes are fine. And then there's other times where it's tracked in the entire house, right? Yes. So Jan's but, a pretty clean painter, too. Is she? Like, you don't know she's done it. Has she? Oh, yes. No, she's the painter <laughs> she in the house. Paint? Oh, okay. She's the painter in the house. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. I would keep um, mineral spirits on, on on hand with a quick rag. Okay. Mm. Um, I, know that, um, I know that there's also, they also make paint removal wipes. Oh, okay. Believe it or not, and yeah. those have helped me in the past as well. Mm-hmm. That might be kind of nice, especially on a smaller project. Yeah, it's, it's kind, kind of, of like a pre-moisten. Yeah, like, it's kind of like a Clorox cleanup wipe that, yeah. you know, that comes out of the packet. And so I used that when I was a homeowner as well. And that oh, helped okay. me quite, quite a bit. Mm-hmm. That's cool. There you go. Yeah. All right. I have I like a couple it. questions. All right. What do you got? Well, should we address the elephant in the room? What's the elephant? The conversation about primer. Oh, right. Where did we get it yes, wrong? Yes, there is... I don't know if you got any any of it wrong. I would sit, suggest that in my experience, it is the oil-based kills that works the best in terms of locking in um, smell, anything like that. That has been my experience. Also, shellac. So if you can get at your hands on shellac, um, that works well as well. That that works well too. Okay. Okay. But yeah, but no, oil-based kills is great. Big fan. Oil-based kills. All right. Particularly if you're so even things like beyond painting. Let's say. You're replacing car- carpet in a room, mm-hmm. and people really lived in that room. There's a whole lot of life in that room, and you remove the car- carpet, and you're looking at the subfloor, and you clean the subfloor, but you can still kind of smell that living. <laughs> right. Roll it with oil-based kills. Right, It'll right. lock it in. Okay, I, I, have a, I have a morbid story. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, yeah. So, so, so glad. I had this rental house down in Tacoma, Oh, it's got to be 15, 17 years ago. And unfortunately, the tenant died in the house. Mm. And we didn't find him until a month later. <gasps> really? and, oh, dear. Yeah. So we had to call in of the natural police. causes. And, uh, I'm assuming so, yeah. Yeah. Call, yeah, he was an older gentleman. Yeah. Call in the police and the paramedics, and they took him out and all that kind of stuff. And then they closed the door, and it's like, there you go. Like all yours. Oh, geez. So what do you do? And I went in there with my son. We both had respirators on and gloves and had to pull the carpet up. And and there was a mark on the floor. And it's like, oh, what do I do? But I used the oil-based kills to on the floor? On the floor. It was it was a subfloor, right? It was under carpet. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, so there's uh, yeah. still a yeah. mark on the subfloor. Yeah, wow. He was there for a month. And this was August. For the love. Yeah, and the house oh, was closed so up. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was it was pretty pretty nasty. I'm surprised he didn't. But, there's a, one of my neighbors is, a, according to his truck, a crime cleaner. 
oh, that's who we needed. Yeah. But we were so right. broke at that time, right? It's like, <laughs> right. oh, oh, no, we can't, right, can't right. do that. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, there was still, there was still a spot there, and I poured bleach on Fluids it and let and it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that was, yeah, kill, kills. Oil I can't believe kills. I've never heard that story before. Yeah, I'm, I'm I surprised, too. I made it up. Does it work? Do you believe it? <laughs> I actually do. I, know. I actually do, do believe son. it because I knew some, somebody who used to do crime scene cleaning and they use oil be, based kills. And that's where hey, I got the idea of using it for of how to cover things up, like smell and smoke. Um, I do want to cir- circle back to mineral spirits. If you are using mineral spirits, again, please be safe. Please do, dispose of them safely at your local ha- hazardous waste facility. Right. Do not keep them in a bucket in, in in your garage because kaboom. And so just be, again, read the debt edit sheets, do your due diligence, and be careful when you use them. Yeah. Good, good mm-hmm. idea. So I want to I circle back mm-hmm. just because- We are circling I, way back. I find it interesting. So you did painting as a homeowner. Yes. Now you own tennis and paint. Yes, I do. What was the? How did you? How did you get there? Because people a transition. Ask, yeah, 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 people <laughs> ask me all the time. It's like, how do you get there? It's like, well, I have a BS in chemistry, and then people are like, what? And then like, I got bored. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so woman in the trades, we gotta, yeah, right. you know, gotta gotta really um, shout out to that. So, how did you do it? How do I quickly tell the story? Um, I'm fifth generation in the trades. I'm fifth generation in building. Wow. I grew up in a building family in Western Kansas. Um, shout out to my hometown, Hayes. Woo, Hayes, Kansas. Um, <laughs> I like to say that we built half of it, but you know, grandfather just <laughs> built some square miles in it. But um, but I'm fifth generation, and um, my father died when I was pretty young. I think tw- 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 twenty three. He was pretty young. Mm-hmm. Um, he was twenty three. I was twenty three. He oh. was fifty two. Okay. And so I had to make my own way in this world. And the way I did it was I went to careers where they would pay me. So I left this kind of like building background where we had a lumber yard and you know rentals and stuff like that and developing. And I went into Tretch Apple, which brought me out to Seattle. Then I went into advertising, which I loved and still loved. And as I was working at advertising, I met my husband and um, Jim. Shout out to Jim. And he's Hi, a Jim. home builder. Hey, we had 33 years this year. Um, he's second generation, so let's not rub it in his face that Jennifer's fifth. <laughs> um, I'm but- sure his family's nice, too. Oh my god, they're amazing! Like I seriously <laughs> won the lottery when it comes to in-laws. Nice. Holy cow! Nice. It's a, I'm so lucky. Oh my god! Uh, shout out to the fam. Love you, mean it. Um, but but so basically, um, I knew that I was going to marry my husband within two weeks of meeting him because wow. we started because we drove past a place where they were pouring a foundation on a Saturday, and Jim gasped and said, I can't believe someone's pouring on Saturday. I said, I know, they must not care about that ROI. And so we started t- talking about cement and why you don't do this and the law on a Saturday and time and a <laughs> half. And and that's when I looked at him and it was during our cement co- conversation. I was like, I'm going to marry you. Like, <laughs> Wow, that's cow. a great story. Like, like we're talking about cement. I just met this guy and we're talking about <laughs> cement. And I'm, t- and I'm, I'm like, I I think I'm going to marry you. This is kind of weird. <laughs> if it so- keeps going this way, <laughs> it's yours to lose, buddy. Hey, hey baby, what do you think about windows? Yeah. <laughs> Roofing, what do you think? Ooh, I love Cedar Shake. How about you? And so- baby, it's Thursday. Let's do some flashing. Ooh, drywall. <laughs> and, so, um, and so I stayed in corporate America, advertising, loved it. And then Jim came home one day and he said, I can't find a painter that I like who's available when I want them, who can do what I want them to do. What do you think about me starting my own painting business? And mm. I said, 
that sounds great. That's awesome. Because I was just kind of like going through like this, like right sizing and, you know, my job and fine. They were right sizing. I was asked to stay, but I was just kind of like, what would I be doing? And they said, oh, same thing you've been doing. I said, well, you know, that's pretty cool. And I love y'all. Y'all are great, but I'll, I'll let you know on Monday. So I went home and I told Jim and I just said, you know, how's that painting business going? He said, well, you know, I, you know, I'm not getting the jobs I want. He's just painting for me, and I just really want to get, get repaints. And, you know, I, you know whatever. I, I, I don't know. I think I'm just going to give Miguel the van and just have him just paint, paint for me, you know, when he's av- av- you know, available. And I said, cool, can I have it? And nice. Jim said, sure. So Jim and I ran the painting business together for about six months. And then in the interest of marital harmony, it was decided <laughs> that Jennifer would own Tennyson Paint, like air quotes own, and but you know, but ask for help when needed. And mm-hmm. so here we are. And so that's what led me so to Jim's become a, a general contractor? Oh or? yeah, Jim's amazing. Jim is is an incredible general con- contractor, home builder. Um, we built all over prime primarily the east side, but but we've also built in Seattle. But yeah, I mean Jim builds beautiful homes. Mm-hmm. And it's Tennyson Construction? Tennyson Homes. Oh Tennyson Homes oh. Construction Inc. But Tennyson Homes. Okay. And I'm part of that as well. We had a pretty good pre-production meeting this morning. But yeah, so um, <laughs> um but that's how I became a painter. One of the reasons why I really wanted to do what I'm doing is because for 40 years, I have worked in offices, mm-hmm. family business up until now. I've been working in offices and with women. And I swear, I've heard so many conversations from women who have hired the painter, who have hired the general contractor, mm-hmm. who have hired the plumber, electrician, fill in the blank, who would say things like, well, I think he's coming at 8 a.m. tomorrow, but I don't know. He was late last time, and he, you know, he's got stuff going on, and mm-hmm. no, 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 no. And I kept hearing these conversations from women talking about how they knew it wasn't on purpose, but they felt like they weren't being heard. Mm-hmm. And they felt like their needs weren't being met because they, because they not just want the house painted, they want to know who's in their home, mm-hmm what they're doing, making sure that they're going to show up, that they're going to show up on time, that they're going to keep the job clean, that they know the owner, that the owner's stopping by and checking the job every right. day, which yeah. is what I do. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's pretty much one of the driving reasons why I do what I do, even with our smaller remodels, is just be, hearing those concerns of, of all those women over all those years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, Makes a huge difference. Because, huge. Because in the two-income households, man, woman, it's the woman who's making the you know the decision to get yep. the work done. Right, right. He may be asking me for the estimate and trying to negotiate pri- price with me, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but she's the one who's saying, go with her. Yeah. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Or I want right. this paint painter. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I hope that answered your, your it question. It did. Thank you so much. It was much. a very that long was, story. No, I, I hope that answered story, your though. question. Great. Love to hear those stories. But it's really great because it feels like coming home. It just, mm, like sure. talking about concrete, and I think I'm going to marry this guy, it felt like coming home. That's painting, awesome. you know, running a painting business, it feels like coming home again. Even, you know, permitting, working through per- permitting. It feels like coming home. Oh, by the way, you've heard me stutter throughout this podcast, and the reason why is because when I stutter, it means I'm excited. <laughs> and I'm excited because I love what I do. Yeah. So awesome. if you've heard me stuttering throughout the podcast, and I know you have, it's because <laughs> I love what I do. This right is, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So how long have you been in running that company? Almost six years. Cool. 
And are, so how backed up are you? Like what's, if I wanted you to paint today, what's my wait time? I would work with you, um, depends on what, what do you want painted, interior or, or exterior? Let's say in this season, interior. Great. Interior, <laughs> I would be booking you, because I keep, I keep my schedule as loose as I can just to help folks out because I'm kind of a sucker. <laughs> I would probably identify a date with you like a month from now. Oh, that's pretty tight. A month from not now, bad. maybe two you're, months. You're not just east side, are you? Um, <laughs> I'm not actually. In fact, we have a smaller remodel that we picked up over about about a mile from here to help out a homeowner because her general contractor just couldn't finish it. So, millwork was installed on Saturday, flooring went in on Monday <laughs> last last week Monday, and so we're just finishing up for for. Okay, well, I'll, wow. I'll have Kayla get a hold of you. That'd be we great. Need, <laughs> we need a painter. Yeah, that'd be great. And so yeah, yeah. And, and we're open for a business. That's kind of just like what we do. Right mm-hmm. on. That's what yeah. we do. But I'm hoping that what I shared with you and with your listeners today is helpful. Oh, I think so. Oh, yeah. Because I, mean, I think one of the most difficult parts of a DIY thing is just, ah, should I go ahead and do it? And so I think if you know A through Z, like you just walked us through, then there's nothing that sounded scary. I'm like, oh, I do that. Oh, I take time. You know, that's just going to take time. I'm going to make mistakes. Like you say, just give it a try. Yes. So, so the biggest cost to doing it is is your time commitment. Correct. And no, going into it because it's not going to be a lot of paint. No. Right. I mean, it's um, it's not. But it's one it, side of a board. But don't don't cheap out. I mean, no, 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 no. I mean, I mean relatively. Right. I mean, just no, the actual amount. I mean, right. The actual so amount. But it is going to take. You're absolutely right. The biggest expenditure is your time. But that's life, isn't it? That's just life. Is trying new things, seeing if, if if they work for you, and the time invested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, those those people it. that are you know absolutely on a budget, right? They've yes. got two toddlers and they've got daycare that, but and they really want to do something, mm-hmm. um, and they don't have the the fifteen thousand dollars for new cabinets and and what they have. Oh, I know it could be more. I was going <laughs> yeah. on a low end. Yeah, okay. I know. Or I could <laughs> My tiny kitchen it was thirteen, and that was five years ago. Right. Years ago. Right. But but your biggest uh, your biggest spend is your time, mm-hmm. and if you have that time, and, be, and we waste so much time anyway. I mean, put your phone down. Put your right? phone down. Yeah. Or put a TV up in the garage so you can like something. I mean, everybody's something. But but as far as cost goes, you're looking at probably thousand dollars. Probably. Yeah. I mean, probably. Masking say yes. Paint is what sixty seventy dollars a gallon. Something nice like brushes, that. You nice figure rollers. three gallons. Nice brushes and rollers. Yeah. I think this would be a great prep project for the home DIY person if this is something that you know that they want to do. Yeah. And I encourage honestly, I encourage anyone to try it because I realized years ago when I was, you know, I didn't have very much money and it was my first house and I was painting the house and I was as I was painting the primary bedroom, I, I realized, wow, this really sucks. And then I was mm-hmm. I mean, it just wasn't for me. But another friend of mine, like, absolutely loved paint painting, and she came came over and helped me finish. Mm, so it just mm-hmm. it's just depending on the finding what you like and, and what works for you. So one last question. It kind of should have been a little while ago, but okay. <laughs> but when don't you paint your cabinets? In what situation do you would you discourage? Right where where you've had your doors have fallen off, their particle board. You've had to move the hinges because the particle board is all ripped up. What point do you say it's just not a good idea? It's just not not wise. Unfortunately, I think my answer is is, sub, is subjective. And, and what does that mean to you? If your cabinets are truly chewed up, 
Yeah. It just may be better to just kind of like limp through with what you've got. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or just not feel, do as careful a job. Right, or not as careful of his okay. job. Kind of like Adrian, who like, you know, the bathroom vanity, it had been well loved and well used. And she she wanted a black vanity because mm-hmm. it was like, it was, and it looked great. But then when she opened up the cab- cabinet door, I'm like, oh, you know, but, mm-hmm. but, but, but on the outside, it looked great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I think it's just personal preference. If I your cabinets are truly chewed up, Honestly, do what you can. Okay. Just do what you can. And it's good okay. practice. Because then you could go down to second use. I mean, when you had a little bit more cash, you could go down to second use. True. Get some really nice cabinet things. And now you know how to paint the cabinets. Big fan True. of se- second use. Yeah. Very big fan. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's always, you can always get door replacements too. You can. If you uh, got one door that is just absolutely annihilated, you can order a new door. Yes, you can. If they still make it. Well, you can get them to make it, but you're going to pay a thousand dollars. Okay, now we're talking about a whole yeah, other. Okay, correct. And so that's where <laughs> that's episode. coming. With. That's another episode. Right, <laughs> right. You, All right. Yeah. So preparation. No, it's going to take you a long time. Make sure you have a Sopranos to binge watch. Start at the first one or West Wing. Start the first West Wing. Go to the end. You'll probably have the, <laughs> the project done by then. And honestly, just find a way to enjoy it because yeah. it, it can actually be painting can, can be very zen. The and sense of accomplishment when you get done. Oh my is gosh, just incredible! And just be just to be able to point at it and just say, "I did this." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. Absolutely. Then again, if you do a really great job, others might ask you to like, <laughs> for them. But you well, know. Then, then you were talking boundaries. There. <laughs> and then you say you can't afford me. <laughs> right, right. Well, thank you so much. This has been thank really Thank you, Jennifer. Really helpful. I'm hoping that it was helpful. So, yeah. again. You, is there a website or how do people contact um, you? Yeah, we are. We can be found at TennysonPaint.com, T-E-N-N-Y-S-O-N, paint, all one word, dot com. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. Great. Wonderful. Thank you very much, thank Jennifer. You so thank you so much, much for including me. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Alicia. Makes me wonder. This podcast is sponsored by Amy Works, a residential remodeling contractor in Seattle. We want to help you realize the dream of your next kitchen, bath, or basement remodel. Check out some of our work on our website, amyworks.com. Give us a call at 206-478-2019 or send us an email at help at amyworks.com.